You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Making disciples starts with following Jesus. Learn more about this message in week one of our series on a journey. All right, good afternoon, everyone. Greet the person beside you and say, I'm glad you are here. Okay, um, thank you for joining us in our Sunday 4 p.m. service. My name is Sai, I'm a pastor here. If you're a first timer, we would like to welcome you here in Victory Olongapo. And we're so glad because it's po nang yari ngayon February. Okay, how many of you here? Um, Feb 14th, uh, Feb 16th, palang dami nung ginaanang yari sa buong buwan ninyo. Meron po ba? Dami na nang yari. How many of you, you were able to celebrate Valentine's with your loved ones? Meron po ba? Yan, meron po. Yung iba talagang nalulungkot. Wala akong pag-ibig, Pastor Sai. Okay? Malungkot ang aking Valentine's. And as we talk about this series on a journey, I realized in our life, life itself is a journey. Tama po ba? The day you were born. The, the day you were born. The day you were here on earth and then you realize you were with your parents is a journey by itself. When you get to meet your parents as you grow up with your siblings and then you enjoy your stay with your siblings as eventually nagmanila ka, nag-aral ka or nag-work and then eventually nag-work ka na. Life is a journey. Some of you here, you've been enjoying your journey so far. Sobrang kasaya ng journey ng life ninyo. But for others, life's journey probably is not so appealing. It's not so enticing. And you might be asking this question, ganito ba talaga ang life? Ito na ba talaga ang life, Pastor? Because if this is the life that you've been experiencing right now, some of you here, you don't want to journey anymore. Some of you here, ayaw nyo na mag-journey simply because the life that you are in right now is not worth the journey. And so as we talk about journeying and life as a journey in itself, I realize that as a follower of Christ, as a believer, we are the self in a journey. Say journey. And the journey that we are in, obviously, is a journey of faith. When you started encountering Christ, when you get to uh, when you get to surrender your life to Jesus, you were already on a journey, a journey with Jesus Christ. Some of you, you are enjoying that journey, but eventually, some of us, okay, we at, at one point in that journey, parang ayon mo na ipagpatuloy yung journey na yun. And so that's my prayer in this series that as you get to journey in faith, okay, all the more you would want to finish strong. All the more that you would want to travel. All the more that you would want to journey right, in, this, in, in, in your faith with Jesus. And so, for this week, we're going to talk about three topics. First one, okay, and, this, and this topic will cover the reason, right, all, all the, our journey of faith. How can it be so enticing? How can we grow in this journey? Okay, week one, we'll talk about following Jesus. Week, week two, we're going to talk about fishing for men. And then for week three, we're going to talk about fellowship with believers and how these three, three encompasses okay, the, the very reason, the very core on how we can enjoy this journey. So the question right now is this. For this week, why do we need to follow Jesus? If you're a first time in this room, you've been following a lot of people. Why follow Jesus? I'm going to follow pastor. Why follow another person? Okay? For some of you, you're, you're, you've been with us for the longest time and you haven't asked this question. Why follow Jesus? How can I follow Jesus in moments like this? How can I follow Jesus in this, in this season na agrabiado ako? In this season na I'm in my lowest point. Why can I follow Jesus? I have here a survey. How many of you here, uh, you have an idea kung ano po yung mga, kung sino-sino yung most followed Twitter accounts? How many of you, you have Twitter so of hands? Diba? Wala. <laughs> okay? Kasi wala na Twitter na di sa, sa ano, mga anak na lang namin yan, Pastor. Okay? As a campus missionary, okay, kailangan po mag-Twitter. 
And some of the students, we follow ko yung terhan sila. Some of them, naka-private, kaya kailangan pa sila i-add. Some of them, naka-public. And as you get to follow these people, yung mga Twitter accounts nila, nandun yung mga, nandun yung mga, ano nila, yung mga posts nila, yung mga, mag-amiss ko yung ano po na sa Twitter. You get to clearly uh, understand and get to know your children more, okay? If you follow them on their Twitter account. Some of, some of the people will say, they are at the truest point. They are the truest point in Twitter. Okay, nakagulat po yun na sobrang totoo nila sa Twitter. And, Sino sa tingin nyo yung number one, okay? Quick survey. Sino sa tingin nyo yung number one followed account in Twitter? Meron ba? Sino mga kahulan? Pakisigaw. Sino yung number one followed Twitter account? Or very famous. Sino? Sino? Vice Ganda. Vice Ganda. In the Philippines, yes. But in the whole world, most followed the Twitter account? Si, number one, si Barack Obama. Okay? And Barack Obama with 111 million followers as of last year. Ay, number two, sino tayo sa sino sa tayo Number two, iba dito kasi si Barack Obama. Okay. Si number two would be Katy Perry. Okay. Number three, si Justin Bieber. Yan, nakarating mga mga believers. Ay, mga mga believers. Hindi kayo believer, believers kayo. Ay, for for the Philippines, number one, si si Vice Ganda. Okay. Thirteen point two million followers. Number two, sina po? Wala talaga kayong kilala, wala kayong participation. Ay, wala kayong pakialam. See? Regine Velasquez, hindi po mga ano dyan. Sino? Pakisigaw ko sa Philippines. Ann Curtis. Ann Curtis. Kating Bernardo, hindi din po. At number two, Ann Curtis Smith. 12.6 million followers. Kay last, number three, sino yung sasunihin niyo? Pasok sa top three. Sign. Sign na nga 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 nga. 12 followers lang ako. Ha? Alex Gonzaga, hindi. Si Tony Gonzaga, hindi yun po. May pa wala kami pakialam dyan, Pastor. Tapusin mo na itong preaching mo. Yolo Pascualnet. Number three, si Angel Oxine with 11.7 million followers. And according to this article, what are the reasons okay, why people follow you on Twitter? I tried to ask myself, bakit nga ba pinafollow ng mga tao si Barack Obama, Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, okay, Vice Ganda and the likes. Some of them would say the number one reason is because of their reputation. Could you imagine right, following these people because of their reputation? Right? And some of you here, you've been following someone because of his or her reputation. Others would say the number two reason why they follow this account, number two would be their authenticity, if they are real. Kung totoo daw sila, they're very genuine. Okay? So, they, they look at their accounts and totoo yung mga yun. And then number three, uh, according to them, simple lang, okay? Napakarami nilang followers. They cut sila, kaya pinafollow. Because of, some, because of their content. And I realized, if in this world, we are following these people, how come, like a lot of us here, or some of us, when we are not yet in, in Christ, or we're not yet in our faith, Ay, nahirapan tayong i-follow si Jesus. Have you asked that question? We've been following other people, we've been following other stuff. But the question I ask is, why do we even need to what? follow Jesus? Why do we even tell other people? Why do we even preach about this? Hey, follow Jesus. Ay, eh, kung ako yung may inignore, okay na ako kay Vice Ganda. Okay na ako kay Justin Bieber. Why would I even follow Jesus? Who is Jesus in the first place? Why do I even need to follow Him? Have you asked that question? 
And some of us were preaching this to others without even being convinced of why do we even need to follow Jesus. And so that's what we're going to look at in this afternoon. How can we be fully convinced hey, of why we need to follow Jesus and how does a life of a follower of Jesus looks like? Ano po yung sura nun? So we're going to look at a text in Matthew chapter 4 starting from verse 18. I'll be asking each of you to stand up and read with me. Okay? If you can bring your Bibles with you on a Sunday, I would, I would advise that we If you don't have your hard copies with you, you can always open your gadgets. It says here, in Matthew chapter 4, starting from verse 18, I'll be asking the text to follow me. It says in verse 18, Jesus calls the first disciples. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, He saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. Verse 21, And going on from, and going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Verse 22, Immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Some of us here have been followers of you. I pray, O oh God, that uh, even this afternoon, you will strengthen that faith. You will strengthen our conviction, God, of why we are following you. For some of us, this is the first time we're going to hear this message. I pray, O oh God, that you will uh, give us a sound word, a now word, O oh God, on, of, of why, of all the reasons, God, of why we can follow you and why we need to follow you. All of this we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right, let me now take your seats. I'll be reading the text and I'll, I'll make some comments. If you can read in verse, prior to this verse, verse 18, this was a moment when Jesus started his ministry. Okay? When Jesus started his ministry, he started preaching the words, repent and be baptized for the kingdom is near. So Jesus, he was asking the people, you need to repent of your sins. You need to turn away from your old lifestyle because the kingdom is near. In other words, eh, Jesus was carrying that message that judgment is near. Eh? There will be a judgment of all your sins, of all your mistakes, of all your failures. You need to evaluate and look at your life. You need to repent. Turn away from it, say no to it, and, 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 and begin to um, allow Jesus to be the Lord and Savior of your life. And so at that point, in verse 19, when he started journeying, he started walking, okay? In verse, um, in verse 18, when he, while he was walking by the sea, he first saw, sino po ulit nakita? Si? Si Simon, and then yung kapatid niya na si, si Andrew. Okay? Both of them were fishermen. So both of them, sila, they were casting off their nets. And then in verse 19, sabi nito, he said to them, okay, his first invitation to, his first calling for, for, for Andrew and Simon Peter, sabi nito, follow me. And in this, in this context, yung follow me na yan, you might be wondering, how can Peter right, and Andrew follow Jesus? Dami na daro sa utak ko. ano, if someone will approach you right now, sabi niya, Jude, follow me. Kung hindi mo yung kilala, ano yung magiging reaction mo? But who are you? Right? Sino ka? And I realized, in this generation, we might be here, we've been following Jesus but we are not really sure who He really is. Some of us here, we've been led to a decision to follow Jesus. We've been led to a decision to follow Him. 
but we don't know who Hirkile is. And in my mind, grabe lang yung, grabe yung story na to, kasi sina, sina, sina Peter, ay, nung in-invite sila to follow him, ano, nag, ano, nang, ano nangyari, parang they, they immediately obey. And so in this context, friends, I want you to realize that the call to follow Jesus is for what? It is for everyone. And in fact, ano yung sinabi doon ni, 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 uh, ni Jesus? Sabi doon, ano gagawin na, I will make you fishers of men. God, Jesus did not just call them for nothing. In Jesus' mind, meron siyang plano, I will make you fishers of men. And afterwards, immediately, they left their nest and followed him. Ito po yung nangyari. Yung after nilang uh, marinig yung uh, instruction ni Jesus, dali-dali sila, they left everything, and then what? They followed him. Try to position yourself in the shoes of those fishermen. I call kayo yun. Busy kayo. You are doing, for the students, you are doing your homework. Nag-aaral kayo. For those working, you are uh, nag-o-only kayo, nag-overtime kayo in your business. You are doing your business. And then some of you here, you've been busy in, the, you've been busy in uh, serving your family. You've been busy uh, having a date with someone. May ginagawa kayo. Imagine Jesus asking you this question. Okay? Joy, follow me. And I will what? I will make you fishers of men. Okay? Will you be like disciples that you will leave everything? your next, and then what? Follow Him. I realized in my mind, I go, oh nga no, in this context alone, parang hirap. I will follow you. I will leave whatever I am doing right now. Busy ako, Lord. Busy ako, nag-aaral ako. Busy ako, nag-Netflix ako. Napakahalaga nito eh. It can change my life. Busy ako, asama ko yung pamilya ko. Busy ako, may mag-inagawa ako. And then, after noon, sabi niyo, I will make you fishers of men. In that context, may plano si Lord. Pero sa akin, anong pakilam ko dyan? <laughs> may ginagawa ko dito. Na-enjoy ko yung work ko. Na-enjoy ko yung family ko. Na-enjoy ko yung ginagawa ko right now. Tapos, what would compel me to leave everything that I have right now for you, Jesus? What would compel me? So, ang daming tanong sa isip ko. And in my mind, what could be the reason why the disciples made that decision? Fast forward in verse 22, yung dalawa, yung dalawa pa, sina? Sina yung dalawa pa? Sina James and James and John. Ano nangyari din? Ano nangyari? Immediately, they also left their boats. And ito pa, even their father. <laughs> Iwan nila yung tatay nila, di ba? Okay? In our context ngayon, parang sa Philippines, parang pag ginawa mo yan, di ba? Ano, klasikan anak, iniwan mo yung magulang mo. Okay? But in my mind, what could be the reason why all of these disciples made that decision to follow him? And as we talk about this, few thoughts that I will leave with you this afternoon. Number one, we follow someone we are willing to trust. We follow someone we are willing to trust. I realize every time you follow someone, if you trust that person, andali sa ating mag- mag-follow. Okay? Andali sa ating um, sultan siya. Okay? And for the disciples, in my mind, they have that level of trust. Na kahit first time nilang makilala si Jesus, they are willing to what? Make that step of faith. They are willing to make the step of faith that in their minds, they don't know what will happen next. They don't know what will happen in the future, but they are willing to trust. Friends, in this journey of faith, hear me out. Faith is a journey of trust. Faith is a journey of trust. Some of you here, you've been asking God a couple of questions. Lord, why is this happening? Why me? Big Christian ako, pero bakit ganito? You asked me to follow you. I followed you, pero hindi ko maunawaan yung solusyon mo. 
I followed you pero ito yung nangyayari. I followed you pero bakit ito yung kailangan kong gawin? I followed you pero bakit ang hirap? But friends, if we are genuinely a follower of Jesus, it means we are willing to trust Him no matter what. Even if you cannot understand. Even if in your mind, ang hirap unawain. Even if in your mind, there's no words to explain. Bakit ko kailangan mag-trust? Bakit ko kailangan magtiwala? If we can trust other people, why then can we not trust Jesus? Okay? Romans chapter 8, verse 32 says, God works with the good of all those who love Him. Okay? If we love Jesus, if we love Jesus, obviously, we are confident that He will work His best for you and for me. Friends, we can trust Him because first and foremost, we have a good Father in Heaven. We can trust God because we have a good Father in Heaven. Some of you here, it's difficult for you to trust. How many of you here have difficulty to trust someone? Okay? trust. Growing up, because a lot of people already broke their trust, broke my trust rather. yes mo, sabi nila pero hindi nila ginawa. And a lot of us here, it's difficult for us to trust God because we are, a pro- we are products of what? Broken trust. We're products of people who uh, probably uh, broke, it, broke, broke their promises in our lives. And because of that, even with God, we cannot trust Him. But I realize the Bible is clear. He is a God who keeps His promises. His character never fails. He is with integrity. Whatever He said in His word, He will do it. We can claim that promise. And friends, as we journey in faith, as we hold on to this word, to His word, we can be sure, Lord, we can trust Your word, we can trust Your promises. Even if I cannot understand as of the moment, we can put our trust in Him. Yun po yun. I wrote here, if Jesus Lord, then He sets the agenda. Yung sa mga disciples, in their minds, hindi nila alam ano yung nangyayari. Okay? Ano bang gagawin sa atin ni Jesus? Ano bang next after tayo ipatawag ni Jesus? But in their minds, because you are our Lord, you will be the one to set the agenda. Alam mo, you get to decide kung ano yung mangyayari in the future. And same goes with us. If we are claiming ourselves to be followers of Jesus, who's the one setting the agenda? That should be Jesus. In our schedules, every day, in our workplace, the way we manage our time, the way we uh, relate with our with our loved ones, the way we do our work, Jesus sets the agenda. And obviously, He has what? He has a plan, agenda, and a calling for you. When Jesus called the disciples, in His mind, I will make you fishers of men. Friends, in the same manner, I prophetically claim this for all of you. That God, as He called you in this relationship, He already had what? An agenda? a calling, and a plan for you and for me. I imagine myself, Sai, I come follow me, and I will make you one. I will make you a pastor. I will make you this. In my mind, mayroong plano si Lord. In my mind, alam ni God ginagawa niya. He will not call you for nothing. Jesus does sacrifice His life for nothing. God set His Son, Jesus, for a purpose. And that's the same for you and for me. Meron po tayong purpose, mga kapatid. And you need to go back to the one who called you. 
What are you called for to do this season? What are you called for to for your family? What are you called for? Ano ba yung agenda ng Panginoon sa season mo ngayon? Ano ba yung agenda ng Panginoon sa buhay mo ngayon? You will be surprised if you will come to follow Jesus and trust Him. Meron nga pala talagang plano, okay, ang Panginoon. I appreciate this because you get to follow someone na merong plano. Tama po ba? Tayo, ayaw natin sumulog sa taong walang plano. Imagine following someone. Sabi niya, tara, gimmick tayo, labas tayo. Sa, sa tayo pupunta, bahala na. Hindi ko na alam. For a while, okay lang yun. Okay? But for the couples here, or for the married people in this room, pag yung asawa niya, walang plano sa buhay, ayaw po natin yung tanga po ba? We would want to follow someone na may plano. Friends, in the same manner, let me echo this. God has a great plan for you and for me. The Bible is clear, okay? For He knows His plans for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. And I always claim that before God. Lord, sa buhay ko ngayon, I have plans. Okay? These are my plans. But if you are my Lord, then you get to influence me in the way I plan my life. How many of you here, every time you plan your life, you get to ask from God, Lord, is this your will? Ito ba talaga yung plan mo sa akin? What do you want me to do? Some of us, we claim to be followers of Jesus, pero hindi makita sa schedule nyo kung nasaan si God. Hindi makita sa plano nyo kung nasaan si God. Hindi makita sa plano nyo sa buhay ninyo kung ano yung na-influensya ni God. Some of you here, you have your plans for your future. I want to be like this. I want to earn money. I want to work hard. I want to provide for my family. I want to do this. Where is God in the picture? I always uh, echo this principle because ultimately, the Bible is clear. His plans for us will always be greater. And many times in my life, I trusted my plan. Many times, I failed. Some of us here, we are in a position of always trusting our plans. Trusting your will, trusting your desires, and you ended up waking up. Oh, nga, no? I am not the great architect. I am not the great master planner. Some of us here need to realize and go back. The one who created you knows the design for our life. He knows what he's doing. He knows and he has a plan in his mind. Why you are in that family. Why you are in this church. Why you are in this ministry. Why you are in that marriage. Why you are in that relationship? Why you are in this group? Why you are in this season or in this even in this struggle? God knows His plan. Why He allowed it into your life? That brings me comfort. Yung comfort sa akin nito, ay alam ko lang sa dulo. Again, the Bible says in Romans, He works for the good of those who love Him. In my mind, Lord, sa nakita ko ngayon, hindi man ganon ka okay, but I know in the end, as I keep on journeying with you. I know in the end, you will work for my good because you love me. Some of you here, you need to take that to heart. Lord, mahal mo ako. In my mind right now, in my eyes, the plan that I'm seeing, ang gulo ng plano, ang gulo ng design. But friends, if you are a follower of Jesus, we can trust Him. We can trust Him. Next one, we follow someone. We're, we're willing to love. Okay? You follow someone na willing kang mahalin. Willing kang ibigayin lahat-lahat. Willing kang mag-sacrifice. Okay? You would not follow someone na, wala kang, na hindi ka willing mag-invest, na hindi ka willing magbigay, na hindi ka willing mag-express. Okay? In my mind, going back to the text, do sa text kanina, di ba? They were willing to what? To leave everything behind. 
they leave their, their nets, their career as fishermen. Because in their minds, mas mahal nila si Lord more than whatever they have right now. And I realized, in whatever we have right now, kung ano mang po meron tayo sa ngayon, okay? the career, our relationships, our marriage, our riches, our success, okay? is that worth? Okay? Is it worth it? Okay? To ex- uh, parang in my mind, parang are we willing to trade that for our relationship with God? Because for the disciples, they are willing to sacrifice everything, even leaving their father. <laughs> Lord, ang hirap naman ito. Ba't ko iiwan ang tatay ko? Ba't ko iiwan ang yung trabaho? Ba't ko, ba't ko gagawin lahat ng mga ito? And I realized you are willing to make sacrifices for someone that you love, right? Nung dati, nung nanilito ka pa lang, di ba? Parang kaya mong magbalikan from Manila to Olong, from Ibasambales to, to Apari. Kaya mong gawin. Kaya mong mag-travel. Dahil, mahal mo. In the same manner, if you claim that you're a follower of Christ, obviously, you love Him. You claim to be a follower of Jesus, it means that you love Him, and it also means, it also entails, you are willing to make sacrifices for Him. You are willing to say no to some things. You are willing to say, Lord, I will say no to this. Dati pleasures ko to, dati desires ko to, pero because I love you more than this Korean dramas. I love you more than this food I am willing to fast. I love you more than this relationships, kaya ko mag-let go, kaya ko mag-no. I love you more than whatever success I have in, in my plate right now. You are willing to put Him first. First is Jesus first. In your mind, Lord, you are number one. You are, ko yung, ko yung the one ko. Sabi nga nila. You have your the ones right now, but if Jesus is the one for your life, you are willing to make sacrifice. You are willing to love Him with all your heart. In Acts chapter 2, verse 41 and 42. These are the disciples. Ano ginawa nila? When the disciples received the word, they got baptized, they become followers of Christ. Three, there were added that day about 3,000 souls and they what? They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, bringing of bread and prayers. In other words, when they became disciples, when they encountered Jesus, they were what? They were willing to devote Devote means there's a level of sacrifice on their end to, to do everything, to give everything para, para sa teachings, to the work need me, Jesus, to fellowship, to for communion and for prayers. They are willing to do whatever it takes for Jesus. They were devoted. Okay? Some of us were devoted to, our, to, to these things. But if you claim yourself to be a follower of Jesus, it entails our devotion to Him. It entails our devotion, our eyes, Focus on Him. But Jesus, I love you so much. I am willing to do this. I am willing to make this sacrifice. I can do this because I love you. Alam niyo po ngayon po ng pag-iibig. Marami sa atin will be defined love in different, in a lot of ways. Okay? Turn to your seatmate. Mahal mo ba yan sa katabi mo? Mahal ka ba yan sa'yo? Okay? Di ba? If you love someone, okay? Yung definition mo ng love, more than defining love, it will what? It will be seen through your, through your actions. Sometimes with your words, but ultimately your love can be defined according to your devotion. Kung mahal mo yung tao, you are devoted to that person. You are willing to spend time with that person. You are willing to do whatever it takes. Go the extra mile for that person. Malibre ka, okay lang, mahal mo eh. Gumastas ka, mangayayan ka sa gutom, okay lang kasi mahal mo. 
mapagod ka, mapuyat ka, mahubos ang oras mo, mahubos ang savings mo, dahil mahal mo. Friends, in the same manner, because we love Jesus, we, as we devote our love uh, to Him, we can do all of this. We can what? We can read our Bibles. We can attend church. We can attend victory groups. It's not because requirement sa, but out of your love and your devotion for Him, you will do whatever it takes. Every time I was asked by, by my friends, bakit ko ginagawa na umakatid ng victory group? Bakit ko ginagawa na umakatid ng service? Okay? When I became a Christian 2007, I surrendered my life to Him March, May 18 of 2007. From that day on, when I decided to love Jesus, Lord, sabi ko, sabi ko, my life started when you loved me. Therefore, I'll go wherever you want me to be. And so in my mind, no hesitation, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I will do it. No one, hear me out, no one forced me to attend church the following week. No one forced me to attend victory group. No one forced me to attend one-to-one. No one forced me to serve in the ministry. No one forced me to do my devotion, to read my Bible. In my mind, in my heart, I love you, Jesus. Lahat ng pwede kong gawin para mas mapakita kung gaano ko takamahal kaya kong gawin kasi mahal ko si Jesus. Some of you here need to revisit that. How, how is your love tank for Jesus? How is your love tank? Is, is it empty? Ubus na, ubus na ba yan? Wala ka na mahibigay kay Lord? Okay? The Bible is clear we loved because He first loved us. 1 John 4.19 we love because He first loved us. You experience the love of God and in return, you can love Him back. You experience, you understood what He did for us, you can love Him back. If you're a follower of Jesus, then your life belongs to Him. I always tell people, I'm a follower of Jesus. It's not about me anymore. You become, you, you get to love others more. May makilala ba kayong ganun? I know, of a, I know of a person, this is a true story, when he was not yet a Christian, sobrang galit na galit siya sa tatay niya. Kaya niyang murahin, kaya niyang patayin. Okay? And in his mind, talagang pinakatay niya yung tatay niya because of the sinful things that ginawa sa niya yung tatay niya. But at one point, when he became a Christian, nagulat yung mga kamag-alam, and they started asking this question, what happened to you? Why are you showing that kind of love? Why, why, para how were you able to forgive us? Anong nangyana sa buhay mo? I realize if you're a follower of Jesus, your life belongs to Him. Your heart belongs to Him. Your hatreds, your anger, your past, your issues, your unforgiveness, if you surrender that to Jesus, He is now in control. He is now in authority. Whatever Jesus wants you to do, you are willing to do it because he is now what? He is now in charge. And eventually, the guy was able to forgive and extend love to his father simply because his life belongs to Jesus anymore, not to his past, not to unforgiveness, and not to shame. Some of you here, you need to acknowledge that truth, that if you really are a follower of, of, of Jesus, does your life belong to him? Does your life belong to Him or it belong to someone else? It belong to someone else, Pastor. May nagmay, may ali nito na hindi naman na hinahalagahan, hindi naman na pinapahalagahan, hindi naman niya sinusuklihan. Ang unfair, no? Okay? 
so unfair, but mind you, if you get to put your heart, if you get to put your heart in the hands of Jesus, He will take care of it. He will take care of your heart. He will take care of your life. Kung kanikayin mo binibigay ang puso mo, this love month, why not give it to Jesus? Who will take care of your life? Who will take care of whatever you have? If last, if you love, if you follow someone, we are willing to obey that person. We trust, we love, and every time we follow someone, kapag may may sinabi yung tao na yon, na influential kanya, okay? No wonder may mga followers na vice ganda, na pag sinabi ng vice ganda na gawin yun to, they are willing to do it. Yung mga black pink, di ba? Yung mga pagsasya lang, bumili kayo ng mga gano'ng-gano'ng, yung mga, mga squads, mga kung ano-ano naman siya. Ewan na ipaus sila, ano ba nangyayari? Yung mga followers nila, ginagawa rin yun. And friends, if you are claiming to be followers of Jesus, we can obey Him. We can obey Him. We can obey His word. For the disciples, yung sinabi sa kanila to come follow me, ano yung nangyayari? Immediately. Dali-dali. No hesitation. No, ina-imagine ko, parang nag-isip kaya itong mga to. Parang grabe yung level of obedience nila, di ba? Talagang in their mind, I will just obey no matter what. In John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed Him, to the followers of Christ, If you what? If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. If you claim to be a follower of Christ, ano yung keywords eh? You abide in His word. You obey His word. A lot of us, we claim to be followers of Jesus, pero yung problema, word problem. You haven't even opened your Bible. I remember a pastor telling me, Sai, usually a sin problem is a word problem. You're struggling with sin. You're struggling with temptation. First and foremost, because you haven't what? You haven't read your Bible. You, you did not even take time to open your Bible and relate and talk to Jesus, talk to God. Some of us here, you've been struggling about hearing the word, reading the word. Kaya ang hirap mag-abide sa word. Eh, wala ka binabasa eh. Hindi ka man lang nagbabasa. And you might be here thinking, grabe namang requirement to magpala-Christian, kailangan magbasa. Again, you will go back to the very core. You are first a follower of Jesus. That's why you get to what? To obey His instructions. Nauna po yung follower ka muna. In fact, in this word, in this verse, sabi doon, you abide in His word, you obey. And in the, in the last part of the verse, you will what? You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth, obviously, is Jesus. If you want to know the truth in your life, in your season, in your, in, in your, in your uh, prayers right now, His truth will set you free. I wrote here, the being comes before the doing. First and foremost, you are a follower of Jesus. You are a Christian. Bago tayo gumawa ng mga bagay-bagay, na unang identity natin na you are a follower of Christ. In other words, since we are a follower of Christ, we can do that. Hindi po nauuna na kailangan mo nang gawin to, kailangan mo nang magbasa ng Bible para maging Christian. Kristiyano ka, kaya ka nagbabasa ng Bible. Mahal mo si Jesus, kaya ka nagbabasa ng Bible. The being first. Okay? You being a son of God first comes before you what? You worship Him. You attend church. You read your Bible. And you obey Him. Ang problema, feeling natin, we look at this as a religion. Kailangan ko itong gawin. Kailangan ko magbasa ng Bible. Kailangan ko umatid ng church para, mag, para maging Christian. 
para maging follower of Christ. Balik na po mga kapatid. We are first and foremost a follower of Christ. We are first and foremost sons and daughters of God. And in that lens, we can what? We, we ought to do. We ought to do whatever it takes to follow Him, to serve Him, and to worship Him. Yun po yun. Doon ang kaproblema, pag feeling mo, okay? pag feeling mo, uh, nauna yung mga good works sa mga kailangan gawin. In fact, the good is this, the call to be a follower of Jesus for everyone. If you're a first-timer in this group and you feel like, paano ba yan? Paano ba ako, mag- paano ako magagawin? Okay? It says in the Bible, okay, uh, uh, for all of us that sin and fall short of the glory of God. All of us need a Savior. This is not just for me. It's not just for your seatmate. This is for everyone. And one final thought before I illustrate. Have you the call to follow Jesus involves what? Trusting His will, loving Him with all our hearts, and obeying His word, obeying His instruction. Last story that we call the music team. This is a very personal story. Um, last week, when I heard the news that my father had a, uh, a science point of early stroke, mayroon daw mga signs of early stroke, in my mind, uh, parang, alam mo yun, dami tumatapos sa uto. May mga ganun ba kayo? Na pag may problema, pag may nangyari bad news, pag may narinig kang balita, things are running in your mind. Parang, shucks, ano bang gagawin ko? I started, in my mind, parang ano ba, uwi ba ako ng Quezon, mag-work na lang ba muna ako, baka naman okay siya, baka naman, alam mo, parang, sige, uh, ano bang gagawin ko? In my mind, I don't know what to do. Eh, parang, mahal ko yung tatay ko, pero okay lang kailangan hindi muna ako namuwi, dito muna ako sa, kasi may, may service pa. I, I was about to preach muna ang Friday for youth service. Eh, ang dami ko trabaho, things like that. And fast forward, during that moment, in my mind, there's nothing else for me to do but to go to God and ask Him, Lord, in this situation, what do you want me to do? And when that moment came, na parang, I don't know the answer, parang, I'm having trouble, sabi rin na pastor, ganito, sabi na kasama ko ganito, Jesus, what do you want me to do? And in my mind, parang, I want to show how much I love my dad. And then God just spoke to me. Okay? Again, the being comes before the doing. Hindi ka pupunta doon sa Lucena, okay, para masabing anak ka. Anak ka, kaya pumunta ka sa Lucena. And then open my eyes and say, like, Lord, grabe, no? Ministry, work, caught me in that moment. I was so busy with ministry and I realized, even in my relationship with my dad, it caught me in a moment na pag-iisip ako talaga kung uuwi ako. Pag-iisip ako talaga kung mag-spend ako with my dad and all. If I will do this for my dad, if, I will, if I'm willing to spend the nights with my dad, again, life in this journey, it can, it will uh, pollute you or trigger you with a lot of things. And even in our relationship with God, okay? Anak mo muna tayo ni God. We are first sons and daughters of God. That's why we can come to Him. That's why we can worship Him. That's why what? We can trust His will. Anak ay, mahal ka ng tatay mo, you can trust His will. Alam mo, He's a good father. You can love Him first and foremost, anak ka. The Bible is clear, He loves His children dearly. And then last, we can obey His word. Hindi mo man maunawaan, pero anak ka eh. Nauna yung anak ka muna. Okay? I'm a son. 
How can I not obey Him? How can I not trust Him? How can I not follow Him? I am a son. Kaya ko tong gawin kasi anak ako. And on that journey, going back to Lucena, little by little, my eyes were open. I made the right decision. Because first and foremost, again, nauna doon na, I'm a, I'm a son before anything else. Some of you here, you need to revisit your relationship with Jesus. You need to realize that first and foremost, you are loved by Him. Dandil na po yun, mga kapatid. Dandil na siya in a way that is a solid, tangible proof that when God sent His Son, Jesus, you are already loved. He's after our relationship with you. Ngayon pong sabihin nun, you get to follow Him, you get to obey Him, you get to trust Him, you get to love Him. Nauna po yun. But if you are here, you are struggling to follow Him, to obey Him, to trust Him. Some of you here, you've been going through tough times right now. Ang hirap i-trust yung Panginoon. Go back to your identity, the being, you being the Son of God. Okay? Be you being a, a child of God. And then you can, and that's my prayer, that you can have the peace. You're a Son of God, you can have the peace to go through whatever you're going through right now. Let's all bow our heads right now. I'm going to pray for you. My first prayer goes like this. If you're here and you've been struggling with your devotion to Jesus, you've been caught up in the ministry, you've been busy serving in the ministry, you've been busy with your career, with your success, or probably with your heartaches right now. And in your life, sobrang blur. And yung prayer mo lang, Jesus, I want to see you. Jesus, I want to encounter you. Jesus, reveal yourself to me in this situation. I want to know you in my season right now. I want to grow in this season. I want to grow in my relationship with you. If you want to grow and experience Jesus more in your season right now, with all his and eyes closed, I'll lead you in a prayer. Whether you're a first-timer or you're going through tough times right now, just raise your hand and I am going to lead you in a prayer. Yes. Yes, let's see those answers. Lord, here we are as we are raising our hands. Let the words follow you, not be a work, or not be a word of religion. But when we say, God, that we are following you, we are saying that we are willing to trust you. Lord, if in our minds right now we cannot explain, we cannot understand, we don't have the answer to our problems, let that journey of faith build so much confidence in our hearts right now that even if our minds cannot see, we are willing to trust you. Lord, I pray that as we are raising our hands right now, as we put our trust in you, we claim that word, O God, that in the end, you know what you are doing, that you have a great plan in the end. Lord, I pray that that confidence will secure us to keep on walking, to keep on journeying, to never let go. For some of us here, it's difficult for us to obey. Lord, I pray that your love and your grace will compel us, O God, to surrender. If there are sins, if there are temptations, if there are battles, O God. Lord, today, as an act of faith, as we raise our hands, we surrender this to you. Let the love that comes from you overflow in our hearts. And today, we are making a decision to say no to the things that you wanted us to let go. 
And last, oh God, I pray that all the more we will love you with all our hearts. That's my prayer for all of us. Let's all stand. Lord, as we sing this worship, I pray that we will love you with all our hearts. Let that love grow more and more every day in our lives. Let it increase, O oh God. Let our devotion for you increase all the more. Salamat God, because more than ever, we get to see how beautiful you are, how loving you are. I pray that in this room, you are raising people who will be devoted to worship you and to honor you. Let's just um, join me in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this time. As we sing this worship, let these words be our declaration, God. Let these words be our surrender. And let these words be our full devotion to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Let's go worship God once again.